0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another Matt the Hatch with Matt Green. How you doing, Matt?
1: How's it going, Marvin? Man, it's caddis season.
0: That's uh, that's what <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me. So we're talking. To, what are we doing to talk about today? Mother's Day caddis.
1: Uh, we'll talk about general updates, so but we'll talk about caddis a little bit more.
0: Well, good deal. What have you got for us?
1: Well, so just to, just to recap about what kind of emergencies or hatches we have going on right now. So we've got the Mother's Day caddis uh, throughout our entire coverage area, the southeast and then into the northeast in the mid-Atlantic. Uh, they are over on the Tennessee tailwaters right now on the Watauga. Uh, good time to be had up. Although I have heard that, you know, the caddis are up in the trees in bushes and things. Surface activity isn't where people want it to be, but that's okay. Look for them in the evening. They're going to lay their eggs in the evening, so you might be able to get more fish on the surface then or during the emergence in the earlier part of the morning. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, there are some hidden bay flies emerging throughout our coverage area. They started started about a week or two ago all the way up into Pennsylvania and New York. You might be seeing them in the middle portions of New York and further up New Hampshire. It just depends on what our attempts are going to be like over the next week. It's just going to get cold again, Marvin, here in the middle of the week. So anyone expecting the Hendrickson emergence a little bit further into the Northeast may have to wait until next week for that. You might be seeing it, but you might not see it in full swing.
0: Yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, it's we've kind of had a you know, a cooler spring, kind of like an old-fashioned spring this year?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's been a little bit cooler. Definitely hasn't warmed up as quickly. Uh, and so the emergencies are going to be delayed. I, I know a lot of weeks can have two weeks behind but Some of these dependable spring emergencies are occurring at the moment. Uh, the granums, the bluing olives. Uh, which have been, you know, going on for a couple of months now. Uh, the Hendrickson's and then some folks may see sulfurs here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're still on the fringe, the early fringe of that. There are some over on the Tennessee tailwaters on South Olson, uh, really getting into the thick of that over the next couple of weeks on the lower portion of the tailwater. And then it'll start to move up river. We can talk about that in some uh, later podcasts, Marvin. And really, that's it. You know, we've just got those bolt, those big three—Sulfur's, uh, Hendrickson's, and the Granums occurring. Um, there are some Stenos, There's Stenochron mayflies occurring, mixing in with with those hatches, emergences, and those are going to be found all throughout our coverage area, southeast, mid-Atlantic, into Pennsylvania, and then into the you know, extreme um, northern northeast here in a couple of weeks, and so. They're around here a little bit further south, and up north, it's going to take them a little bit longer. And we can talk about the the stinos, as they're called, a little bit later and other podcasts. They'll be around all summer, so we'll get onto those eventually, Morvin. Um, but we're we're really past prime March brown season. We're prime. Uh, we're past prime blue quill and black quill season. Those are the paraleptophlebia and the leptophlebia mayflies, and we are really past the quill gordon that epioris floralis that's really the first thing that shows itself in the spring we're kind of past that we're into the late spring kind of early early summer stuff right now
0: got it and in terms of the granums what's uh, your favorite pattern
1: oh man that's an fly pattern man uh size fourteen. Sometimes 12s in the earlier portion. Right now, we're a little bit further along so you're looking at 14s and 16s. Uh, 10 CDC wings that uh, pair or married together using two wings uh, tied in with um, some not hackle uh, some dubbing and a dubbing loop working all the way down the body of the fly. Typically, just Anything brown or dark or maroon-colored will be fine. There's a a bunch of different patterns out there, but really size, presentation, and making sure that fly stays afloat, applying lots of frog spanny on 5X or 6X, depending on how finicky the fish get, uh, on about a 12-foot leader that's tapered appropriately will really get your fish. You don't really have to do much else if they're up on the surface. I will say if you're fighting bigger fish, just be friendly to them, you know. Don't don't yank them in. You'll get them in on five X, and you'll be fine. You don't have to go to four X.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess are you still fishing uh, your turkey biot uh, CDC sulfur imitation?
1: Uh not not for the granum.
0: No, no, no. I mean for the sulfurs. For the sulfurs.
1: Yeah, for the sulfurs for sure. Yeah, uh, same variation in the fly is a uh, is a turkey buy uh, typically in a light orange to tan for most of those it's like a yellow orange tan I forget the color code on Waspy at the moment <laughs> I, think it's, I can't remember the color code more than that maybe I shouldn't give that kind of information out on public radio either <laughs> yeah
0: maybe <laughs> Yeah, maybe not and then I guess with the, was the third flavor of ice cream blue winged olives? Yeah, I mean, we're still
1: seeing some olives on some rainy days. So if you're out fishing in the rain still right now, you will get some olive activity for sure. In fact, coming up uh, middle of the week this week, when we have some colder weather and some rain, I think on Wednesday you might see some olives mixed in with the granums that are over on the tell water, for example, or even other areas that you may see. you you'll still you're going to see some granums flying around. Unless we get temps that are just in the 30s, or the twenties where you are, that might actually kill off some of the bugs or they might try to huddle up together to stay warm. You'll just have to wait till warmer temps come back on the backside, this front that comes through uh, to really get back on the granum fishing. Uh, in order for you to have really good granum fishing, either in the morning, or throughout the day, you really need temps above 55 Fahrenheit. You know, anything above that will get good activity. Um, really ideally you want seventies, seventy five, maybe in upper lower eighties to really get it going. But that borders on sulfur weather there, Marvin, and the really low eighties, good sunny days, that you might get some sulfur activity too on the backside of the granum emergence wherever you're fishing, no matter where it is. You know, whether you're fishing southeast or in Pennsylvania or in, in New Hampshire, Vermont, here in a couple of weeks when you get some of those insects emerging up there.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like uh, maybe middle of this week it might not be a bad idea to uh, to fish a granum dry and a blue-winged olive uh, in tandem so you can actually maybe see the blue-winged olive a little bit better.
1: Yeah, you'll probably see the olives floating on the surface and the granums, they were flying in the trees still if it's warm enough during the day. But the granums may not be mating or have as much activity as they will on Friday, for example, I'm going to warm up again, might see some granum activity again, probably going to see rain Tuesday, Sunday, might see granums, might be cold again, might be more olive weather with some granums mixed in. I would think Wednesday's probably going to be more of an olive day. It's going to feel like more like early March or late February <laughs> than it is going to be middle April.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I assume you're probably out in the field a lot right now, light trapping and doing all that kind of good stuff too, right?
1: Uh, Not as much. Doing more larval work right now, spending a lot of time at the microscope. We've got some students finishing up for our aquatic insect class. So I'm with them a little bit this week, but hopefully on the back side I'll be able to go out and do some granum fishing more.
0: Well, there you go. And, you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. If you email them to us or shoot them to us on our Facebook or Instagram uh, page, you know, we'll get Matt to answer your uh, your bug questions for you. And, uh, you know, Matt, I appreciate you uh, fitting me in between the sub at Publix and uh, microscope time tonight.
1: Yeah, man, it's picking uh, Tuesdays, man. i going to pick random samples. You know, some stuff that's almost 5, 10 years old just sit around going to pick them. But to everyone out there fishing Granum, man, have them gra- happy granum week. Have a good time. And I look forward to those sulfurs here in a week or two really getting cranked up here in the southeast.
0: Absolutely. Uh, thanks, everybody. Tight lines. Tight lines, Matt.
1: Tight lines, Marvin. Happy granum fishing.
0: Thank you, sir.